This is Yoel's Hangouts Podcast. Please comment, rate, and subscribe to the show. I truly appreciate the support. Welcome to Yoel's Hangouts Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Yoel, which is probably why you clicked on clicked on my name or whatever. Uh, I got a very special guest, Ashley. I don't think I got your last name. Lewis. Ashley yeah. Lewis from Ashley Talking Shit, right? Chatting shit with Ashley. Chatting same, same. shit with it's Ashley. It's really, yeah. We'll I, I knew it was in that in that ballpark, but what is it? Let me give chatting it. shit with Ashley. Chatting shit with Ashley. I actually recently listened to when I say recently, like you know, last hour. Listened to her last uh, episode, and I really thought it was really really good. Like I was very su- not surprised because I mean, obviously, like no, I have no I have no context, <laughs> so I'm just coming in cold. That's no, it's really it's a really it's a really really fun show. You yeah. you do you edit it yourself? Yeah, so I do everything myself, um, the whole nine yards. I kind of just, like, that's kind of, like, my passion. It's, like, my therapy. Um, Interesting. So instead of spending money on a therapist, because I'm not going back to Carolyn. So if you guys ever listen to my podcast, you'll know Carolyn's a big topic on my podcast. Really? She's annoying me right now. Um, Is that your therapist? Yeah. (laughs) I'm not happy with her at the moment. You need a therapist for your relationship with your therapist. Yes. Yes. That's funny. Yeah. And Dang, so you're that's first. That's podcast. a first that I've ever come across. <laughs> no one ever does that. And I'm just like. Yes, that's like, that's you're me. like, you're breaking ground. Like, this is like some next level breaking shit. Yeah, but uh, so. I'll have you uh, kind of introduce yourself. Like, I just, from even just for me, like, you know, where, do you, where are you from? Where do you go to school? How old are you? Like, what do you do for fun? Like, yeah, like a date. So, like, very serious. Um, I'm Ashley. I'm the host of Chatting Shit with Ashley. I currently go to school at Texas Tech University. It's garbage, so don't look it up. It's garbage. Jeez. Um, I'm sort of kind of from like New York Tech or like New York Texas area. Um, I kind of split my time. There's a whole backstory to that reason why. Whatever. Um, I'm 21. Or no, I'm 22. <laughs> When's your birthday? August 27th. I'm a Virgo. Hey, so yeah. am I. I'm September 20th. I'm a Virgo. Look at well. that! Hey, this makes Virgo sense. Gang. This all makes sense. It does. It does. Virgos find each other. You know that? Um, but yeah, so that's really it. I'm not that interesting. So uh, hopefully this. No, this I think you're very well. interesting. I think the. Uh, <laughs> I think you're very. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't know you too well, but I think you're very like opinionated. Very like, no matter what, even if I don't agree, which I there's a lot of shit when I listen to your podcast that I don't agree with at least like you're honest and you're like you're relatively like self-aware of how you're coming off and how you're relatively yeah (laughs) yeah so um i think that's that's awesome i i I, like one of the things you were saying in the last uh the last uh, episode was like which you probably say a lot knowing like just the the confidence and the uh, aggression that you said it in you're like all men are trash (laughs) i fucking hate men like and and then and then and then he's like he's like yeah the Jackie was like yeah like you're right and he, and then you're like no like I fucking hate <laughs> men <laughs> I'm like God damn who did you dirty let's have like I'll be I'll be your second therapist okay so who did me dirty so there's just been like a lot of men that has come through my life and it just like irritated the shit out of me I'm gonna be honest. Um, I, and it's funny because I'm definitely straight, but <laughs> I just hate men. No, I they, um, I had, you sound like my sister too, I'm gonna be honest. Like, it's, it's just wild to me. 
Um, so a couple years ago, there was this old man, and he had tried messaging me, and I'm just like, this How is back when is I'm... How old is old for you? I'm, I'm 20, He I'm was 26. like 40. Okay. He was no, like I'm, actually okay. like 40. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, he like, tried messaging me and all this stuff, and I wasn't 21 at this time, so I was like, I'm going to talk to him so he can buy me a bottle of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. you um, still are sounding like my sister. Keep going. We'll see, how, yeah. <laughs> we'll see where this goes. So he, like, would try to hang out with me. He was actually a friend's dad. Well, acquaintance. I. That's a long story. But what the fuck? Yeah, he tried messaging me. He tried, like, talking to me when I was under 18, which was completely inappropriate, wildly inappropriate. And Some I... shit. Yeah, I eventually just was like, I'm not into this. Like, I'm not trying to talk to you like that. I was really just trying to get you to buy me alcohol. Like, I'm done. So earlier this year, my little brother, he graduated high school. And um, I was like, I might as well just expose this guy now. Because I later found out that he had been talking to a lot of underage girls. Oh, no. And I was like, not tight. So yeah. I made a whole YouTube video, and I sat in a bathtub and made it. And I was like, that's just where my head was at. So I uploaded it. It got shared to Facebook, stuff like that. Messages, floods of messages, people saying, like, he's a pedophile, all this stuff. Like, wow. saying he took pictures of y'all whenever you were cheering at the football games. And, like, crazy I kn- stuff. I knew you were a cheerleader. Dude, I, I fucking know. knew it. it. Was, okay, oh but the funny thing God. is, I never did anything. Were you in student government? I was secretary. <laughs> fucking <laughs> it. <God damn> it. <laughs> okay. But the thing is, I like I like to make people work for me, so I really didn't do much. But I it was on you. my resume. So smart, I mean, smart. Well, yeah. Any um potential employers ignore that last part because um I I, I was know very you're a strategist. <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, employers employers want to hear that you know you are able to work efficiently. Hopefully, hopefully I get a job at some point in my life i mean i'm whatever but anyway so this guy he just was real dirty like tons of his kids were coming out of the woodworks like kids that he doesn't even claim commenting on the youtube video all this stuff whatever and tiktok i'll just say is my vice i don't like watching them i just like making them i'm like i just post whatever it's a spam account it's Mm -hmm. literally that's what it is and so it went viral on tiktok and I was like, of course it did. I can see you being like, so I was out, like, you know what I mean? Like, having, like having the choppy fucking, like, yes. like, in front of the window, like, stop. <laughs> Yo, I'm, t- I'm in tune. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, it's like you're in my brain right I know, now. I am. So I eventually contacted the FBI. Um, and they're looking into it because oh, I shit, went to I the police serious. three times and nothing was done. This was, was like, in New York? No, this was in Texas. Texas, got it. Yeah, he's like big ups in the community or whatever. It's like a small town. It's like where my mom stays. And so I was like, this is there. She was like, they're not going to do anything. And I was like, this is ridiculous. They need to do something. Yeah. I was like, I'm not resting until this man is held accountable for anything. Like yeah. just a little sliver of what he's done. And it got to the point where his kids are old enough now that they have kids. Like, that's how long he's been doing this. And it's just really sickening to me. He's around kids all the time. Like, he's he's part of the Athletic Booster Club or something like that. And it was just like, what the heck? So that was a whole ride. That was my quarantine, getting death threats. I had to move, like, six hours away. 
um, wow. and like move apartments and all that stuff. Wait, this was all during quarantine? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> They would shit. drive by my house. Um, I got threats from like his family defending him saying, you've just ruined our family vacation. I was like, I, I don't care. Go to Florida yeah. a different time. We're in a pandemic, hun. But yeah. they were giving me death threats and like saying you'll forever live looking over your shoulder. Is he? Like, uh, is he? He's super rich, I assume. No. Oh. He he's not, but he's just like. Is connected. he in the public eye? Yeah, kind of like that. But it's funny because he's allegedly been fired from two other jobs for sexual misconduct, and I'm like, how are you guys letting this go on? It's like you guys know. But is he you're... white? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah. It was just, it was a lot to deal with. And my mom was absolutely terrified. And I was like, I, I don't care. I, I'm the type of person where I do not give a crap about. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta do, you gotta do what you can do. Like certain people just get away with certain things because of their position in Mm -hmm. society. Um, and you did your part and you did the right thing as your therapist. I approve. So I'm proud (laughs) of you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, of course, of course. Um, But yeah, keep going. Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, so I just like, that was a whole thing. Um, I was really kind of nervous about uploading the video in the first place because I, at that time, I was trying to get a job with this dating app company that I previously had worked with, but like a full-time position job. Mm. And I was like, what is You're not graduated though yet, right? Yeah, no, I'm graduating in December. Okay. Um, but I was like planning to apply this yeah, semester yeah, yeah. Yeah, and all so that stuff. But my plans have changed. I'm like, I don't want to go down to Austin and live. That's just not my vibe. I Where's your uh, do, what's your degree in? Creative media industries. So that's oh, okay, like um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a like I have a production company like videography, photography. Oh, awesome. And I See, do like social media stuff for companies. I like the social media aspect of it all. Hold on one second. My dog is like trying to like jump down from the bed but he's like scared okay go baby yeah so i like the social media aspect of um communications a lot more um i'm I'm funny because like i like i like that stuff but Mm -hmm. for me it's i'm primarily like a production company Mm -hmm. with the social media attached like a lot of people are social media but then they're you know by default they have to get into the production end of it yeah but for me, it's like kind of the opposite. So, you know, maybe we could work together. I'm down. I'm totally you know what down. I'm like, it's, it's a just... small company. I can't have you here full time, but, you know, we could no, probably all good. do something together. That'd be sick. I'm I'm planning on doing like. Um... Unless you're trash. I mean, we got to like, obviously see. No, if I'm trash, you <laughs> have to you tell know. me. <laughs> I will. Trust me. You got to be goodness. willing to take it. Yeah. I'm tired of people like, like lying to other people and saying like, oh yeah, your work is good. Like. It's not good. Like, whenever I see, like, You know why it's hard for them, though? Hmm. Which is why I brought this up now, mm-hmm. is because, like, there wasn't, like, an understanding of, like, there's, like, a certain level that you're expecting. So, like, so for me, I let people know up front, like, you know, if they already know me, they already know I have that vibe of, like, I'm going to tell you, like, I don't really care. But, like, if you don't have established the, like, there's going to be a standard, and if you don't live up to it, we're going to have some problems. If you don't establish that early on, then you're just repressing it, repressing it, bottling it. You don't communicate that. You're like, oh, yeah, no, that's good. And then it all fucking comes out. That's when you, it gets bad. Because yeah. people don't. People are fine taking criticism. People are fine yes, admitting when yes. they're wrong. But the problem is people wait too long. So then the people are just fucking blindsided. Yeah. 
And that's what, like, it absolutely irks me. So I had, like, a team in said company. I bet you can, like, figure it out, whatever. But um, I had, like, a little team under me. And I would tell them, like, hey, we kind of need to be cohesive in the stuff that we're posting and our marketing materials. They're giving us all this marketing materials. We need to go out there and actually market it in the same way. And they would give me, like, half-assed stuff. I'm going to be honest, just half-assed stuff. And I'm like, listen, your salary depends on the work that you put out. Yeah. It like it, That's, like, the structure that it was, like, what you put out, if you don't reach X amount of people, you're not going to get paid X amount of dollars. You're going to get paid half of that. Yeah. And they don't understand that. And they were getting upset. They're like, why aren't we getting paid our full amount like that we were promised, like our top amount? And I'm like, you start with a base salary and then you get a bonus for how well you're doing. Yeah. And the work that you're putting out is garbage, like just yeah. straight trash. And I'm garbage. like, guys, you have to actually start putting in the work so you get what you want out of it. Yeah. And I don't think that's what people understand. They just were like, Ashley, that's like kind of mean. And I'm like, I'm not being mean. I'm telling you the truth. You guys are about yeah. to be real, real life adults. You need to, people are going to tell you way harsher than I did. Oh yeah. The market, the, the world, the market does not give a, so I live in Los Angeles. Like yeah. this is like a very, like we're reaching Los Angeles kind of as, as a head in the sense of like a lot of these big cities, New York, Los Angeles, like, they're ahead in the sense like what's happening now in LA is going to happen in the rest of the world. Like right now in LA, if you do not provide value for the company you work for, you're done with that company. Like there's so you, many there has to be like measurable results or mm -hmm. else you are not going to be, um, you're not going to continue working there because you know, margins are thin. These, these companies, I mean, everyone has like a company, every, it's so competitive out there now with the internet. It's like, if you're not helping the company out and it's measurable and it's trackable, it's going to be tough. Like they must have there. You need to be like so fucking valuable for that company for them. You to need to be it. irreplaceable. Like that's, yeah. that's kind of like the vibe. And, and your degree does not matter. We're reaching that world where now a hundred percent, no one, like the degree does not matter. Yes. You can learn things depending on the discipline, lawyers, fucking doctors, you know, but if you, it doesn't matter your degree, if you come into a company and you don't provide them value, they're going to replace you. And it's funny because a lot of these, um, so I mostly did like influencer marketing. Like that's kind of what we, that's what our realm for. was. Um, and a lot of these influencers, they think just because you have, you know, 500,000, they have like a million followers on Instagram. That means they're irreplaceable and they can do whatever clout. Companies are going to influencers now because they realize that that community is more like rich Tighten it. and there's yeah so yeah more so. engagement and it's it's funny because they think like clout is a form of currency in the business world no. where it's not it can be in the social world like you can get in any party if you have like you know a million los angeles kind of matters but not really yeah but like i i think it's funny how definitely in dallas um i've noticed that a lot of people they're like it's kind of, you know, in every aspect of our business and social lives, it's kind of like who you know and how you know them and stuff like that. But they take that to an extreme. They're just like, oh, I'm the clout king. Like, I have so much clout. And it's like, okay, you may have clout in this one city, but you can't translate that over to, you know, let's say you go to New York. You're not going to get into the club. Yeah. Like, 
you, you're not going to go into that business meeting and be like, oh, well, you know, I have 6,000 followers on Instagram. Like, I got it in the bag. You're going to be like, okay, so what else can you bring to the table? Yeah. Like, what else yeah. like, do you do? Your market matters, like, where you're, where you're trying to make a living. Like, Los Angeles, New York, like, these certain markets, like, you're a fucking dime a dozen. Like, people come to those cities and they get humbled. Like, you not only mm-hmm. need connections, but you need to be able to sell. And you need to have a good product. You need to be skilled at something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't just have one of those pieces. You need all three, bare minimum, or you will get yeah. fucking left behind. And you have to, like, it's funny because, like, it's not funny, but, like, you have to have a portfolio. And this is what I'm, like, realizing. The past couple of years, I've realized, like, I have to have a portfolio and keep updating my portfolio. And if there's a lap, If you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah, yeah. Like, if there's a lapse in work, I need to fill that with yeah. more content. And that's what people want these days, endless streams of content. And that's what, in our job feels like, we have to provide them, endless streams of content. Otherwise, we're not going to eat. Yeah. And it's like, people don't understand that, okay, you have a good resume, but where's your portfolio? Yeah. I would like to see some of your actual work. I'm not just going to sit here and rely on, you know, you telling me, oh, I'm, you know, proficient in Adobe Suite. I got it all in the bag and it, you yeah. come into the job and it's like, hmm, these yeah. look like a five-year-old made it. It's yeah. Just- I mean, and, and to, to those people's like fairness, there's, there are some of those people like myself where like I was raised to be fairly humble. So like when I say I'm good at something, like I try not to like drive that shit home and mm-hmm. be like, I'm good. I'm great. I can do this, this, and this. Like I might be good. Like, and really, I think I am. But I'm not going to like rub it in your face mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, you know, like it makes me uncomfortable. And that's something I've had to work on. Like I worked in sales for a long time and that really helped me be able to kind of like <clears throat> present myself in a way where it's like it's not douchey, but it's just like, hey, like, you know, I, this is what I bring to the table. Um, this is what I, you know, charge for my services. Here's an example of what I have, like kind of like creating some sort of structure for mm-hmm. how I present what I, you know, my product or my service. Um, but you know, before I just felt like it was bragging, but you know, once you start getting more comfortable, um, kind of like not bragging, but, uh, describing a product, what you can do, what you've done before, um, it can be really beneficial. That's something that I recommend for, you know, people like your age, like coming out of college, like you have to be able to have a product and have be able to present it effectively and communicate it effectively. Um, or else you know you know these people they're not mind readers mind readers like you might be humble but like they don't know you're being humble they just you're acting like you don't know what the fuck you're doing you know yeah and it's that i think that's super important what you said like you now know you're like okay this is what i can provide this is how much i charge and whatnot like that i think that a lot of people are taking that humbleness to a new level they're not charging what they should be charging for their product. Like I know some amazing photographers and they're out here charging $50 a shoot when they're, you know, working with huge brands at the same time. I'm like, you guys are really devaluing yourselves. You should charge what you actually can produce. Like let your work speak for itself. But the thing is like, it's funny. I literally had this conversation. One of my good friends, he's a really, really good photographer. And, uh, but he, you know, most photographer, most photographers, sorry, I heard something. Most photographers, like they're very like emotional, empathetic, 
mm-hmm. um, sensitive. Like that's what makes you, you know, a good artist. That's what makes me a good artist. But the thing is you have to learn how to kind of like turn that off and be like hard. Like you have to do those, both of those things. Like you have mm-hmm. to, like you will not eat if you can't do those two things. So like exactly. what I tell them, I'm like, you're good and you have to know you're good and you have to present yourself and you have to be willing to walk away to the point where it's like, you are charging this. This is what I, this is what I charge. And if you are not cool with it, I'm walking away. I don't care if I lose a friend. I don't care if it's awkward or, you know, whatever it may be. It's like, you have to, bro. Like you have to pay your bills. Like I tell him, I'm exactly. like, bro, like, are, is, is he going to pay your bills? He's taking time away from you. Like, just think like, like I try to make it like super real for him. I'm like, bro, like really get like, like serious about this. You're taking time away from making money and you're not getting paid for that time you're taking away from making it's like really think about that like really think about it so what I tell him I'm like look like I'll try like I tell him like I'll be your manager like I'll you know manager like if you need someone to like kind of represent you or whatever but I'm like but I really don't want to like regardless because I'm like dog like this is a skill that's super important that that you need need to to develop and and I think and you know he's a smart guy he's a really uh He's not like a pushover, but in business, you know, sometimes the temperature changes, mm-hmm. you know, more like, you know, awkward and it's like, it's yeah. awkward asking for money. Money's like a weird, like conversation. I, uh, but I for me, I don't care. Money's like a weird conversation for people because I'm completely open and honest. Like I had a friend of mine, um, she was really struggling. She, her FAFSA was paying for her apartment and she had nothing else like apartment and books and I told her I was like listen first of all you need to stop partying stop buying so many damn clothes like I know shopping can be an addiction but you need to stop like you need to try to stop actually eat food she dropped like 20 pounds because she just was not eating because she didn't have any money and I was like listen I will help you like I will provide for you if you promise me that you will get a job go to your job work as hard as you can stop partying so much i know her gpa dropped down to like way 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 low and i'm pretty sure she had to change her major and all that stuff because her gpa drops so low and i'm like listen money doesn't need to be a weird thing for you like if you're struggling let me know we've been friends for years i will help you out i it doesn't matter but you need to start putting yourself out there and actually searching and not just waiting for something to fall in your lap like that's not what the real world is going to do like No one's going to sit there and hand you an opportunity that you're going to make six figures. No, you have to work for that. And she just kind of, like, didn't understand that. Like, it just was not clicking for her. And I said, listen, hon, I love you, but get your shit together. And that's what some people need to hear. They need to hear, like, hey, I love you. You're doing great. Your work is amazing. But you need to stop letting people walk all over you. And that's just, like, it's so important for people to, like, get a backbone, especially during this time that we're in, like, have a backbone and start charging people what you know your work is worth. Yeah. Stop and I think saying- some people, some people like they have the, like, they're kind of too cool. Like they're too cool to talk about money, ask for money. Like, Oh, like, you know, I'm just being a homie. Like I got money. Like I'm not tripping. Like I kind of, there's a, there was a little bit of that for me as well. But um, I think when you like make it super real for them and say like, Hey, like you need to eat, like, that's it. Like <laughs> yeah. you need to eat. And if you are serious about this 
and people have you know, people people have money like i don't care what people say like they're if they value what you bring to the table they will find a way to work with you right especially in the art space like you essentially dictate your price and you're and, and, and if you are comfortable enough in your abilities to fulfill what they want and provide value and you're comfortable and confident in your product asking for money should not be a problem at all and I, this is talking from a guy <clears throat> that always tries to charge less than he actually deserves but i'm firm i'm fairly firm on my price and and for me i charge less than i deserve as a strategy like i rather go volume than necessarily like milk the dollars out of everybody um and it makes people always come to me rather than other people their strategy behind it but at the same time i'm like this is my price and i am providing you more value uh predicated on the price for the for the market value what's going on right now for videography yeah. or whatever it may be. definitely i i definitely think that's super important i know like people these days there's just like a lot going on like especially in the time of a pandemic like we no one alive has experienced this before and the gravity that we've experienced it now like even back in 1918 with the spanish flu like they didn't have the internet and social media and stuff like that and it's just like okay what are we doing now that we can learn from like yes i understand money's tight for a lot of people these days but charge what you know you need to if you have a strategy that's great but I find people now, I ask someone to, because I need my senior pictures done. My mom's hounding me about senior pictures. And I'm like, I, why? I look the same as I did two months ago. Why does it, anyway? It's for your mom. So I'm going to do it. But I'm just like, I hope she's fine with me taking it like in front of a bar. Selfie, selfie style? Yeah, just, <laughs> hey. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I know like there's a photographer that I was looking at. I was like, hey. Like, would you be willing to take my senior pictures? And they're like, yeah, these are my rates. And I said, your rates dropped. Why are you dropping your rates? They're like, well, because we're in a pandemic. And I was like, I get it. But also, you're dropping well, what's it hundred What's $100, though? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. It's hilarious to me. Like, when people are like, well, you know, it's a, it's like 100 bucks, like 200 bucks, bro. Like, at the end of the day, if they can afford it, they can afford it. It's exactly. Like, if I want pictures done, I'm going to pay to get pictures done by the person that I want it to be done. Like, I'm yeah. not going to sit here and be like, mm, well, I don't have money for this. That's just like the Facebook marketplace Karens that like try to hassle you down or haggle you down for like, like $2. But yeah. it's, I'm just like, come on, like, I'm going to pay you what you are worth. What I recommend you- for people is do like a payment system if they really are like looking to look out for people because, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's easier for them and you still get your full fund, but you're kind of more forgiving, but like dropping your rates we're talking about brand as well. So like, yeah, yeah art, art is not objective, right? The, va- the, the, the beauty, the fucking beauty is in the beholder or some shit. Like, yeah. what's it yeah. called? Like the, beauty the, the is val- in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. like, so like you have to be firm on your price, not only because uh, you have to eat, but also like you're tarnishing your brand and you're tarnishing like, like Mark Echo, like all of these companies that charged a lot, they ended up like, kind of dwindling their product they started kind of in a different market um mm-hmm. and they started getting cheaper and people were like oh like it's not as cool as it used to be you know like if jordan's started dropping their price jordan's wouldn't be cool anymore if michael kors wouldn't have dropped their price so much and made it so accessible to everyone yeah, like at ross and shit yeah 
they would have been so much cooler. Yeah. They would have been on the same level as, you know, Marc Jacobs, Louis Vuitton. Like, yeah. they were similar to them back in the day, and it was, like, a designer piece, but now Michael Kors is just, like... Some Walmart shit. Yeah. <clears throat> but, it, yeah, uh, let's, like, this is very businessy. I know we love this, but I feel like we yeah, should... Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> let's, let's switch it up a little bit. Um are you are you into wine? I want to ask you about this. Wine? Yeah. Are you do you love yeah. wine? You're yes. in a sorority though, huh? Yeah. Oh gosh. I heard um, I heard your guys' conversation uh with talking about like the judgment and like the criticism of being a sorority is way way less than um fraternities and fraternities like it's good to have kind of something you are um attached to to kind of give you purpose or give you a community. Yeah. And I so- agree with that. Basically, like, I kind of feel like um, definitely here, and I know a lot of schools are like this as well, like, they're... I heard, Jack- sorry to cut you off, but I heard, like, those Texas schools, like, like the Atlanta schools, like, my, my cousin went to school in Atlanta, like, the South is a little bit different, like, it's kind of serious. Yeah. So I went to North- college in Oregon. I went to college in a, at Oregon State University, like, yeah. the frats were like, you know, you didn't have to do, like, weird shit to, like, be in it, but, like, I heard, like, there's some, like, next level shit you have to do. So, so. in the South, they're a lot more serious, um, especially, like, Alabama, um, Arkansas, Texas schools, they're very serious in, like, the sorority and stuff, sorority fraternity life. Um, up north, you really don't have to be in it to get your full college experience. But down here in the south, if you wanted a traditional American college experience, it's like you got to be part of Sigma Apple Pi. Like yeah. it's very serious. And for me, my reasons of joining a sorority, you know, I, I like to party. I'm a party girl. But also, you know, I wanted to make connections. I wanted to I was a transfer student um, when I came to Texas Tech. I used Where'd to go you to start? Ab- Abilene Christian University. Yeah. What's it called? Abilene Christian University. It's a smaller university, and it was garbage. They, first of all, they're low-key racist. Actually, high-key racist. I mean, it's the South. I just assume anything's racist. I don't know what I was expecting, but it got to the point where they wouldn't even let people who were in a same-sex relationship work on campus. They were like, no. Yeah. They sent out a, a memorandum. And so I was like, Sayonara, I purposely failed out of there. I was like, I'm failing Bible class. See purposely. you later. Purpose. Well, okay, it was hard. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was hard. And at the end, I was just like, I don't care anymore. I just stopped submitting assignments. I was like, whatever. Oh, I but you. I went to tech and I was I like, I dropped out too. Be- and I dropped out for other reasons. Like, yeah. obviously, I wasn't failing, but my heart was not in it. So I just started. School to- for me, the only reason why I'm continuing it. Not the only reason, but one of the big reasons is because it makes my parents happy, and um, that's why I stayed in it. Yeah, but I I shouldn't I shouldn't have stayed in it as long. I knew that that's why I did it, Mm -hmm. and I shouldn't have stayed in it as long as I as I did. I should have either stopped after like maybe a year, or not started, or not or finished. But yeah, I was like fucking three years in, three and a half. Yeah, I was like. like, I'm already, I was like, I'm about to graduate. No, you're about to graduate. So I was like, I'm just going to stay. But I transferred. I was like, I'm going to join the sorority because one, I only had Jack and my friend Kobe as a friend here um, because we all came from the same school, Abilene Christian. We were like, let's transfer to Tech. Like, let's go. Jack, my boy Jack from the last. Yeah. (laughs) And so we all came and 
we were like they're like my only friends and I was like it's chill it's fine like whatever I'm gonna join the sorority I'm gonna finally make friends that are girls isn't that um, interesting like I've realized so like USC is close by and my cousin went to USC and I feel like like that was very much like if you were not in the scene in the like sorority for like people didn't talk to you like yeah so it's very um click click like and elitist um what uh what of the uh sorry to cut you off the one of the schools uh I heard like I came here like when he his freshman year when he was here he already graduated and uh one of his homegirls said that if you're on financial aid they don't allow you in that sorority I was like are you fucking serious she's like yeah like it's very like because there's so much wealth here and like People that are so is, judgmental. And like, I know they zip code. So there's a few um, sororities that have been said that they zip code, which is like um, when you sign up to go through recruitment, you put in your address. They redline and, you. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. It's basically it's redlining. And it's No, wild. it is funny because it's like, wow, this is – and you can kind of see which one's zip code because, um, I mean – the whole practice of redlining, like, we're not even going to get into that. I don't even want to get into that right now. But that is a practice that's still happening today. And you can see the disproportionate amount of white people <laughs> in one particular organization yeah. versus one that's a little bit more diverse. Mm-hmm. Like, my sorority this year, our dues are, like, this semester or what? I don't even think they're more than 200 bucks. Oh, really? And you get a – yeah, You live out, get, though, right? Yeah, I don't live – so – at my university, we can't live in the houses because the town of Lubbock has a code that back in the day, they made it so eight or more people that are unrelated living in a house, it's considered a brothel and brothels are illegal. So, yeah. So we can't and honestly, live in the house. sororities, brothels, a lot of similarities. Yeah. See? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I, that's, we always make that joke, but. um, Damn, it's, I thought it was the first one. Fuck. Oh, no, no, no. Well, first, we'll, we'll pretend. Um, so, yeah, we're not that expensive, but I know a lot of other sororities, it can go into the thousands for one yeah. semester. Yeah. And that's oh, not something sure. I'm willing to do. Yeah. I'm like, that's why people are like, you pay for your friends, all this stuff. I'm like, listen, I'm not paying for my friends. There are some girls in my sorority I don't like. There are yeah. some girls that I don't vibe with. I'm not paying to be friends with them. I'm paying for the experience yeah. i'm paying for my connections basically and the I'm two paying... to four friends you actually fuck with out of exactly the you know exactly i'm like there are 300 people in this right now i but i met the two to four that i actually like are my homies yeah, you know exactly and i'm like i it's don't two need to, four, to huh? pay so it's olivia juliana kennedy and ashley hey <laughs> i'm like i'm in right tune there, I'm telling in you. my head yep but um it's it's weird and you know going back to what you said about like you have that identity that people you know associate you with i know jack was like okay in the fraternity stuff um especially in the sorority stuff as well there are some sorties where they're like these are the fat girls and these are the blonde girls yeah and it was like that it's like that sometimes in the north yeah Yeah. and sometimes it really sucks to be categorized as that um like my sorority were known as like granola um like regular like regular old schmegular girls, like cool girls, but just like we vibe and click with each other more Interesting. than yeah. And so, I can think I can think of a story like that and where I went to school. Yeah, and it's like super diverse. We have all types of women, blah blah blah. But like we like to go camping, 
and like, uh, that's okay. like kind of our vibe, I guess. Um, but we also like to party, so I mean, whatever. Um, party, I feel like. Oh, on. yeah. Let's keep but then on. there's they're the, they're the frats, and you have like tiers um, within the frats, and it's like bottom tier. What do you have, have to do to get in? Like, what do you have to do? Like, what's the weirdest shit you have to do to get in? Like, keep it 100. So, um, for my sorority now that I'm currently in, I have been in a social club, which is basically like a sorority in the past, but I will explain that because that, I got hazed the crap out over there. So, okay. but this one now, not really much. All I had to do was wear a dress and walk into the house and say, hey, my name's Ashley. What's good? And they're like, oh, you're so cute. Um, that's your it? personality's great. And I got in. And oh, that's I mean, it? like, yeah, and your GPA has to be, you know, your high school GPA. You can't have, like, a 2.0, but if you have, like, a 3.0 or higher, like, you're basically fine. Which, yeah. A lot of people do, because it's it's high school. But, um, so, kind of like that, and you have to just, like, really be yourself. That just sounds so cliche, like, be yourself, you'll get in. But it's, like, be yourself, be who you actually are, don't fake it for, you know, a a group of girls who are just as nervous as you are trying to get really nice girls and stuff i told them i was like yeah i really like screamo and rock and i like 70s music as well and they're like oh my gosh we have a girl just like you and so i talked to her and i was like hey mel you are so cool is it one of the fours no 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 not one of the fours like i'm like acquaintances with a lot of people but i'm like the type of person where i don't consider a lot of people my friend i will consider you a pal or an acquaintance but it's not someone yeah (laughs) People make fun of me in real life for using that. And I'm like, I'm not from the 50s, I promise. But That's funny. Yeah, so my other sorority, my social club, um, I definitely know I had a lot of PTSD. Social club, when were you in it? Um, 2018. I was only in it for one semester, and that's whenever I failed out of school and I transferred. Got it. So um, this was at your old... Or it's 2017, 2017. Fall of 2017. Old college, yeah. right? Old college. Got it. Um, and this is like the Illuminati type, like, social club that isn't part of the actual... Yeah, so they don't have any, like... It's a private institution. <laughs> so they don't have, like, hazing regulations, yeah. really. Um, we had to wear uniforms every single day from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Wow. Um, so if you went to work... So I worked at a call center back in the day. I went to work at 4.30 I couldn't change out of my uniform because they they would have people watching you. You had to wear your hair half up, half down with a bow in it. You had to carry a paint bucket full of, like, club secrets and random shit and candy to give to actives. You had to address active members in a certain way. So let's say, like, they're – let's say I'm the president and someone's addressing me. And you had to do it if you saw them anywhere. And you had to memorize their names, their boyfriends, what clubs that boyfriends were in, their dogs' names, wow. a whole bunch of stuff. So what's I the would... upside of this? Like, let's let's start yeah. there. What's the, the upside? upside um, I did not see any upsides on in that sorority. Um, social club? parties, or so, social club. Sorry, Got social it. club. Okay. Um, I didn't see any upsides to that. I was like, oh, you can go to like winter formal and date party, and you can like have this group of girls that also have been hazed. But there wasn't really an upside. We didn't do any philanthropy, any of that stuff. And that's what I was trying to get started over there. But I was like, I can't do this anymore. I went to the hospital because I was like, I can't like, do it. I, I literally had a breakdown. Yeah. Well, like it translated into like a physical thing. We had to run around and play that Harry Potter game like um, 
catch the snitch or something like that. I don't know. But we were actually physically running, and my legs just stopped working. Wow. Like, I sat down, and I could not get back up. Man. And I – that was just hell for me. That was absolutely terrible. I know girls got haircuts. They gave us makeovers. Um, thank God my big was super cool, and I love this girl to death. She will always be a friend. But – it just wasn't good. They would spray us with silly string. They walked us over two miles away from the school, got us all dirty, and said, okay, find your way back. We hopped in the back of a truck with a bunch of frat guys who drove us back to campus. Truck. They said, you have 30 minutes to get dressed, cleaned, hair done, makeup done, everything, and meet us on the opposite side of campus from where y'all's dorms are. Bruh. And I was like, and this was, I was lucky was because like I got on training? the back of a I guess. I guess that's what it felt like. Like, when you, like, usually when this is, like, it's good to put people through something, but usually it's, like, conducive to what they're going to face in the future. Yeah. You know, that type they of stuff. said like, that no matter what you look like, we'll always love you. That was the whole reason for the makeovers and the obstacle course where it was October, okay, late October, and we were in a pool, a kiddie pool filled with, like, I don't even know, flour and water and getting silly strings sprayed on us and all that stuff. But that just, there was no upsides over there. But my sorority now, I love participating in like our philanthropy. So we do Make-A-Wish. I just completely gave away my sorority. But we do (laughs) Make-A-Wish. I guess if you use this audio, yeah, I will give it away. I mean, who cares? Whatever. Kai Omega, let's go, baby. Oh, shit. She's putting um, it out there. Please don't kick me out. I have one semester left. Um, so you can't. You can't. You can't say out loud what sort of you're. No, in? you can, but um, not to Ajid like me. No, no, no. You can definitely can. We wear our letters and stuff all the time, but it's just I'm kind of a little problematic. But they're actually working with me oh, for a lot of. Your, they don't want to co-sign you. They. They don't Let's want. Let's keep it real. They don't want any more problems. Um, they don't want the negative PR from you. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really loud and out there, but my sorority actually has been reaching out to me and saying, hey, if you're willing to help with this, we would love your input. Um, tell us what we're doing wrong. Like, if you want to tell us, like, hey, you don't need to be posting this person about Black Lives Matter or whatever it is. If you have any resources that you are willing to give us. You, they were like, you, you're one of the only black people in it, probably, right? I'm, I think I'm one of, like, six, Got I think. It. I don't know, like, the new members or whatever. I haven't met them yet because um, of COVID. But yeah. I think I'm, like, six, seven. Um, but we're mo- we're actually pretty diverse in not just black people, but we have a lot of different races as well. Yeah. So that's, like, one of the things that I was drawn to. Um, they provided us with um, a lot of school help as well. That was one of the main upsides I was that's looking cool. to because I was, like, I just failed out of college, and somehow I made it in this sorority, and they're going to help me with school. And I was like, this is awesome. We have this thing called a test bank um, in the study room, and basically after every year, people, all their notes that they've written or typed out, they print them off, and they put it in folders with all the classes according to different professors that you have. And so you have all these notes, and you're just like, this is amazing. They help you study. You have to have, you have to keep up your GPA. And that was like, okay, I want to be in the sorority. I need to keep my GPA up. Yeah. I love the philanthropy aspect of it. And then also the alumni connections. My sorority. Rich alumni. Oh, rich alumni, connected alumni. We're the biggest 
National Panhellenic Sorority in the United States. Panel what? Panhellenic. So there's different like umbrella organizations, Some basically. Scientology shit. Yeah, sort of, kind of. That's what it kind of feels like, right? Panhellenics? Um, like Dianetics? Like... <laughs> <laughs> the book. What the fuck is she saying right now? Reading the book, yeah. yeah. But so there's um, the multicultural organizations. They're National Panhellenic um, Corporation. And they have, like, the Divine Nine. And so that's, like, Delta Sigma Theta. They have the Q-Dogs, the Alphas. They have the AKAs. They have all of them under that umbrella organization. And we have Panhellenic, which is the 26 female sororities. And then they have IFC, Interfraternity Council, I don't know, um, which is, like, the, the guys' organization. So, like, Sigma Chi and all, whatever. Oh, Sigma Chi. We um, have Sigma Chi. Yeah, oh. everyone knows Sigma Chi. I know. But, I mean, they're great. They so. were cool. No, they were cool. At, yeah, yeah, I think, like, that was, like, the one I probably had, like, a good amount of friends in. Cause they're, yeah, they're like, genuinely, like nationally i feel like they're genuinely nice guys and yeah. they actually go on to do a lot of really good things and yeah. you don't really hear a lot of negative press about them they're all personal sae sae yeah wow that's funny SA, man i'm like having a fucking if you like, just think about sae you just think past. racist that's all. yeah yeah they're very like right? conservative like the even their fucking like building looked like a fucking like yeah plantation house or some shit yep yeah, but, apparently um, um, there's a house over here that has um, some Civil War South general statues and pictures, paintings in their lodge. And I'm like, we call them lodges of instead of houses. And I'm like, interesting. why? Because like, we can't like- They don't give them. a fuck. Yeah, I'm like- They don't give the a world? fuck unless they get the bad press and then they're like, okay, we'll dig it down. Yeah, but I'm going to expose every single fraternity Do and it, all it. the sororities for all the fuck shit that they do. You got nothing to lose at this point. Oh, I don't. And that's what I'm like excited for my podcast. And I'm like, it's not just going to be all good things about my sorority. Cause we just recently had a horrible thing that had happened. And, um, I don't even think I'm legally allowed to talk about it right now, but it was just, this girl said some racist things and, um, that wasn't appropriate at all. And I completely get that. I haven't talked about this in my podcast because I don't want to, like, get in trouble or anything, but I um, reached out to this girl, and I was like, hey, you know, you're going through a lot right now. What you said was inexcusable, but there's there's no reason for me to hate you more than everyone else hates you, and I feel like cancel culture has gotten to the point where it's, like, it's cool to hate people, and I'm like, these are humans as well. Yes, she said the N-word. Yes, she said it. She's white. She said the N-word. I get it. But one, she you don't know what she's been going through in her life. She yeah. has had the worst year, like probably the worst year ever. Um, people were egging her on to say it. She was blacked out drunk. People yeah. were saying, hey, say the word, say the word. I bet you can't say it. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, I, I mean, think uh, like I, I think we've gotten to an interesting place where people are realizing like sometimes you say these words not necessarily because you hate black people, but just because you might not like, I don't think there's a lot of times when these videos come out, they go viral. Like usually the people are saying it not because out of hate, it's more out of like, Oh, like I said it in like, like either tongue in cheek or try to get like fit in with some homies. Sound cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no, and I'm not saying that that makes it okay, but I'm saying like, that's the, 
intent is important mm-hmm. it gives context like i don't think anyone should be canceled for saying something when you can tell like they're not hate saying it hatefully they're just saying it to fit in be cool like i feel bad for those people that they're well i to yeah. say something that they know blatantly is not okay is not cool is like enough then and hurt people just to like fit in or look cool but I uh agree. like for it like and this is gonna go to my next question like going off of like uh just canceling people and hating people just like painting people with a broad like uh, brush um you said you hate all guys right yes <laughs> yes is, it's fine like i get it i'm not like, <laughs> like i understand but uh i wanted to ask you you know give you an opportunity you know my listeners out there what are you looking for in a guy if 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 you what 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 qualities would a guy have to have for you not to hate him i think this um, is good i think we need to get to i think we're bringing it all around from the beginning yeah, of our conversation yeah for sure um so for me, I actually had made a list a couple of years ago on my phone about like, what That's I would smart. want in a guy. If you don't know um, what you want, you're always going to look. Exactly. I had been in a relationship before my first love. Um, unfortunately, he ended up being gay and also passed away. So that wasn't oh, even geez. an option. I couldn't even be like, hey, why don't we just try? Um, but so anyway, he was everything I wanted in a guy. I want someone who listens who is respectful, not just to me, but to everyone, um, especially how they treat people in a service industry. Um, Being a bartender, I see the way that people treat me, and it's not nice. And I'm like, I would never want the person that I'm with to treat someone like that. It's embarrassing, Um, like, even like, off top. Yeah, definitely someone who has a sense of humor. Um, I have a very dry kind of whatever sense of humor like my bio on tiktok is glen oaks mental hospital alumni 2016 um some people wow, are just like dry. yeah some people are just like i don't understand why would you say that i'm like but the people funny. that do understand it's funny yeah it's you funny know. um definitely someone that's funny someone who knows how to dress um that's one thing that drives me insane my father does not know how to dress he still wears fedoras um with sweater vests in how old is he though like 54 yeah, I mean, give, give that thing a no, break. no, no, no. He's like damn. sixty. <laughs> yeah, he's I mean, like, 60. like look, like, look, like he's, he's not trying. in tune. Yeah, he's not in tune. You gotta help him out. I, I do, but he's just like, no, this looks good, and it's yeah, I've, no, you gotta, you gotta put your pride aside. Like even my yeah. dad, like he's like, like he'll send me photos and be like, hey, how does this look? Like he's so like, mm-hmm. at their age, they're so not in tune that they don't even know the difference of what looks yeah. good and what doesn't. Like, yeah. my dad knows that. He blindly, like, blindly sends me and my sister photos. He's like, hey, does this look tie look good? Yeah, like, like this type of selfies. Like, you know, dad selfies. Like, yeah. Yep, like, yep. And they have that shit. five chin. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah, yeah. what in the world? But, yeah, definitely um, someone who embodies um, happiness, but not all the time. I don't like the, the fake stuff. Um, I also do not i absolutely hate the the clinginess um the good morning beautiful yeah i i can't do it 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 makes me want to vomit i had talked to this guy who sent me messages um all the time my ex-fiance also would sing to me every night how old are you 22 it was a very weird was it real yeah it was like it was like fast and 
it was a weird time in my life. Um, I had been going to that Christian university, university, and it's kind of like a ring by spring school. So, um, wow. yeah, you basically get married your your senior year um, wow. type of school. And I had jumped into this, like, relationship way too fast. He, um, I don't even think I actually really liked him. I just was so enamored with the prospect of, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get married. This will be yeah, so yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think a lot of people get, like, fall in love with the idea of marriage and relationships rather than that actual person. Yeah. It, it didn't work out. He was very um, clingy, would want to talk to me all the time, all day, every day. And I'm like, I understand we are engaged, but I, we don't need to be y'all's, talking. Yeah, y'all's like love language. I hate that term. It's mad corny to me. But it's yeah. facts sometimes. Like, I don't like to call it that, but I think it's like compatibility. Like, no, like it your is guys' corny. shit is like way different. Like some people, like some girls need that. Like some yeah. girls like that. Like he's, I bet he's been told in the past, like, damn, like oh, I'm gonna forget. I'm gonna, yeah, you. like when you text me, like you know, there's things that ideologically make sense. Like as you get older, you figure these things out. Like mm-hmm. there's ideological things that make sense and like girls like, but at the end of the day, you have to listen to that particular. I think that's what bothers girls the most. I'm kind of figuring this out as I'm talking right now. Yeah, like, the fact that you're not paying attention to how she's responding. And you're just mm-hmm. blindly doing things that you think is going to work. Wow. Shit. Yes. Yes. Holy that's completely f- it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, that's completely it. I just like, he wow. kind of. No, give um, me a second. Let me yeah. just like take this like, wow. You got it. That's it. Maybe it's the beer. This is like 5.5%. Yeah. No. Wow. You definitely got it. Wow. Okay, got it. Got it. I think I knew that like a little bit, but I've never actually said it out loud. Whenever you say things out loud, it just kind of starts it, clicking. It clicks, yeah. Wow. What are you doing? Just water? Some bougie water. water? Yeah. But, um, yeah, um, keep going though. Yeah, he kind of, it just like, now that I have had that experience um, in going through that whatever relationship with him, I think I mentioned on my podcast that it, it, I ended it right before Thanksgiving when he was supposed to come and hang out with my family. Um, now that I had that experience and realized, like, that's what I do not like at all, I can go ahead and tell people, like, hey, you know, thank you so much for good morning. And I'm a very blunt person, and people find this extremely rude when I tell them, like, you're irritating me right now. And Did you say I, that? Oh, yeah. I'm just I'm like, would you rather me ignore you for three days and no, no, not no, know no, why? No, 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 no. And so people just, people find that rude. But I think like, like, no, I don't think it's rude. I think like anything, it's the way you go about things. Like, I'm not saying mm-hmm. you, I'm just saying like people in yeah. general. Like, um, and this isn't a fun conversation. You don't owe it to that person, but maybe saying specifically like why. But honestly, I mean, communication well, in 2020 is like so OD that it's like uncomfortable. Like yeah. for you to explain to someone that's saying good morning every day, be like, hey, like, I just don't really like See, that. Like, I would, I would tolerate the language, good morning. Like, I would tolerate the good mornings and stuff like that. But it comes to, I'm just gonna say his name, Clay. Um, he basically <laughs> Why kind did of. Did you say his name? Because it just. <laughs> it just felt I, you as your therapist. You just felt like he it felt powerful. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> got you, got you. He would tell me all the time, like, 
oh my gosh, I'm going to miss you so much. I'm going into work. Like, I'm so excited to like talk to you later today. And I'm like, I would tell him like, Hey, I really am happy that you're excited that you're going to talk to me and we're going to hang out later. But I would really appreciate it. It kind of makes me a little uncomfortable when, um, you constantly shower me with love and affection. Like I, I know that you like me and I know that we're on this, like this dating path, whatever we are. Um, but right now we don't need to define the relationship. We've been talking for two months. Like yeah. that's it. And I hate that talking phase. Um, I really do, but I'm the type of person where I want to take things slow. Like I will still go out and date other people. And when I used to date this guy, um, he kind of got upset with me for going out on dates with other people. And I'm like, listen, dude. Yeah. I mean, look, we're, like we're not exclusive. <laughs> This is a, a very common, um, like, I'm a very logical person, but, and I'm aware of my feelings. Like, for example, like, if I like this chick and we're talking and I see her with other dudes, like, in our talking phase, um, viscerally, I might feel some type of way if I see her with other niggas. I'm not a fucking sociopath. Like, if I care about this girl, like, however, I understand logically like we're just talking like uh, mm-hmm. she doesn't owe me anything and if you so, want to do something more with that if you feel so strongly about her talking to other people lock it down yeah lock, i mean lock it down but also like don't be in the middle like i don't like the in-between shit like sometimes she just like sometimes you guys are just figuring it out like you don't want to take it to that neither mm-hmm. of you wants to take it to that next level like you're just kind of just like chilling like you guys are feeling each other out. Like, you don't want to go to it, you know, because once you go in, you know, there's some damage if you guys break it. Like, you know, you want to kind of ease into it, right? Like, yeah. viscerally, it might make me feel some type of way. However, like, I'm not going to say anything because it's not fair for me to say anything when we're not, she's not mine yet, you know, or she's not mine in general. So it's like, yeah, like, I think a lot of dudes respond based off of emotion rather than, like, listening to, like, the current situation and what's going on and saying, like, hey, like, I am not dating this girl at the end of the day. Like I'm going to look yeah. even, I'm going to look even more goofy for like acting up because it's a I'm lack of self-awareness. Yeah. Like I think self, I think for girls, self-awareness is huge. Mm-hmm. I think uh, like actually listening to them and picking up on what they're in tune with and what they are responding to positively. Um, and listen, easier said than done though, for a lot of dudes however that doesn't mean it's your job to make it easier if he's really the one he's gonna put in the work exactly and it for me if i'm really i'm gonna be honest i have not been on a date in a long time i have not tried to talk to men in a long time because i'm kind of in that headspace where i'm like men are garbage like and i need to get out of it because there's so many frogs out there yeah there's there's not all men are not garbage but there's but, a lot of frogs right now, especially at your age. Well, and so if you find I have that this... fucking prince, man, you're going to have to like frog, kiss frog, yeah. kiss frog. Like, the most tough. recent frog that I had kissed, well, metaphorically, we're in a pandemic. Um, but he was, what was his name? I think it was David. I forget. This was like a while ago. Um, but this year he was like a, he, I think he was like, in his last year of his fellowship to becoming like a doctor. And I was texting him and stuff like that. And this was around the time where I had roommates and 
one of my roommates ended up being a Hello racist. Ship? What does that mean again? I think it's like where they like follow people around. Oh. Like a like right before they become like a doctor. Oh, shadow, shadow, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. I'm internship. Whatever. I don't know. Keep going. <laughs> I'm in media. Not important. <laughs> Not important. Keep but going. yeah, so he. This was in a time I had roommates. One of my roommates ended up being um, a racist bitch, and I had to fight her. And um, you had to. I don't usually gun to your head. Yeah, I uh, I, I like, don't usually. Sorry, I have to. I, I mean, I do. And she tried to kick my dog as well. Let's not leave okay. that part out. Yeah. Okay. So um, I don't usually condone violence, but I don't regret that. No, sometimes so, you have to. They yeah. don't get it. They don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's and a so level I of had... escalation. I mean, this is, I mean, politics. Oh, it was, it's been crazy the whole, Ugh, I can't even talk about that without like getting mad. I'm like about to start sweating if I talk about her. But anyway, um, I was kind of just like, in that phase where I'm like, what did I just do? There might be some legal repercussions. I was off my phone. The only person that I talked to was my lawyer and my parents. Like, I wasn't talking to anyone. And he was texting me, and things were just going a little too fast. And I had told him before, I was like, hey, let's take it slow. Like, we are both in quarantine. We're not going to be seeing each other for a very long time because I'm not messing with that. Like, I have already had COVID. I don't want it again. Oh, you had it? Yeah, it, it was garbage. Was it bad? I um almost had to use a bedpan. Oh, you couldn't move. Yeah, I couldn't wow. move. Like my my bone marrow. Hurt. You know, it probably didn't help either. Like if I if COVID was happening to me around college, mm-hmm. my immune system was so fucking like horrible. Yeah. So like I can't like the college students out there, I can't even imagine. Like I was getting blacked out like minimum twice a week. Yep. Like crammed work like we have over a thousand cases right now yeah on on our campus i that's just what i checked yesterday but anyway with the whole david situation um he was texting me and i had just no energy to text him back and i i think i responded i think three days later and i said hey i explained the whole situation i was like hey i've just been dealing with some legal stuff right now like i'm so sorry that i didn't text you back like that's it, it sucks to not get texted back, like, after, you know, three days and, like, you're thinking that you're vibing. And I apologized. And I said, hey, listen, like, I'm so sorry. Um, this is what's been happening. And he was like, wow, you could just say that you don't want to talk to me instead of lying to me. And so I just sent him the case number. And I said, look it up. You can look. It's all right there, public record. You can look that up. I'm not lying to you. This is what happened. And I'm not dealing with this. And he kind of just got really clingy. And he was like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't understand. Like, you didn't. I was like, listen, (sighs) you're a great guy. This is not going to work out. I hope you have a great life. Um, Do well in your career path. I'm sure you're going to help a lot of kids. And that's why I left it on. Blocked him. I didn't even have his number saved. And so I just deleted the whole thread. I was like, nope. Yeah. I mean, yeah it's a really weird time right now like where guys like guys are bitter girls are bitter like guys got curved girls got curved like the lack of communication and the lack of predictability when it comes to the opposite sex puts people on defense like yeah people are playing defense out here like they got curved like oh she hasn't texted me in three days last girl i talked to that didn't text me in three days she just didn't want to fuck with me so you know his you 
the worst thing you can do is talk to homies about shit like this. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't, don't talk to your girlfriends about this shit. I, no. I'm, I'm going to give you advice on this right now because they will tell, they'll most likely tell you the worst and they'll be like, bro, like, she, like dog, like she hasn't texted you in three days. Like clearly she doesn't fuck with you no matter what, but they don't have the fucking context. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be like, so he's going to be, you know, in his feelings the next time he talks to you and he's going to be like, well, shit, like if you just don't want to talk, like just don't stop. Yeah, it. but the reality was like, bitch, I was almost in jail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's. But it goes back to not being present. It goes back to, mm-hmm. you know, when even when you're asking homies, you're not present. You're not listening. You're not paying yeah. attention. You're just, you're thinking of the worst and that is what you're expecting. And like you said, next time you talk, you're going to be in your feelings and you're not going to be able to process any other emotions other than the ones you are currently feeling. Like you're not going to be able to process your future emotions. Like, oh, what is she saying about this? Oh, she, she was in a fight. Maybe I should ask her, oh, it's okay. How are you feeling? Instead of saying like, well, I'm upset because you missed our FaceTime date. Like you should probably have been like, How'd your case go? Are you okay? Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, are you because, going to jail? Like, the thing is, they're so in their shit. Like, I'm speaking for myself, too. Like, guys like myself, like, we're so, like, trying to, like, move through these waters of, like, does she like me? Like, mm-hmm. are we are we vibing? Is she trying to curve me? Like, should I wait long to text? That, like, you get to a place where you're just, like, I've been at that place for the, for the past couple of years where I'm just, like, I'm just going to pay attention. I don't care about my environment. I'm going to take everything at face value. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to stay cool. I'm going gonna, I'm to I'm hope for the best. I don't care if I look stupid. I don't care if she's like throwing me signs that, you know, it's just like you have yeah. to just at, at one point you have to just like be present. Being present is everything. Be present and be what I found in works tune. for me is in tune and stay blunt. Don't play games with people. Up. That's just. Like, what I don't understand why guys do this. I will tell a guy, like, hey, listen, what this relationship is, I just want to hook up with you, and that's it. And if you're not down with that, let me know, and we can go our separate ways. I don't have a problem being friends with someone that I previously hooked up with. Like, it's it's fine. It's not that serious, especially when you came in knowing. Knowing. Yeah, and so I that's what I don't understand with, like, at least the guys that I'm talking to, they kind of don't understand, like, hey, I'm fine with just hooking up with you. I am not ready for a relationship right now. Or I, one, don't want a relationship with you. And yeah. give them a reason. Ouch. Like, our schedules will not work. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm moving in X number of months. I don't feel that kind of spark there. There is that, you know, that lust Attraction, there. But yeah. there's no love. And I'm just like, eh, I'm not down for it. And people don't want to hear that. And I would like to be told that if some guy is trying to talk to me and it's like, also to their fairness, to their fairness, like, you know, they might be like, oh, like, I'm a great guy. Like, why doesn't she fuck with me? Like, she doesn't even really know me, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and, you know, that might be true. Like, you might not know as much as you think you know about that person. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, definitely. But that doesn't mean to just, you know, be blind, like, blindly for something that isn't there. It just means, like, okay, Get like, to know that clearly, person. I think the biggest thing is, like, guys don't understand timing. Guys don't understand, like, there's a rhythm, there's certain seasons in the sense of, like, like, she's literally telling you, like, hey, like, just 
maybe not never, but definitely not right not fucking now. now. So like, mm-hmm. chill the fuck out. At least chill the fuck out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, but we take things. It's it's an ego thing a lot of the times with guys. Like we're like, oh well, I'm gonna be that guy that like fights through this shit and like forces like, it. If it, you fight like, through the friend zone, you're never gonna get out of the friend zone. Like, yeah. what do you stay mean? chill, hang out, and fight let through it the run. friend zone. What do you mean? Like, like fight. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Like you're trying to like be in the friend zone force your way way out out of the friend zone too fast because a lot of girls will come back to guys that they put in the friend zone because they have been there for them they know them in depth they're like okay you're a great person through and through i you know a lot of guys girls won't be friends with people that for me i can only speak for myself i'm not going to sit there and be friends with people that i find absolutely repulsive of course, you don't want that look. If you guys exactly. are in public, you don't want even. You don't even want that. Like, if you, I mean, you don't even want the thought of like, are they dating? If you don't think that person is at least like a little. Yeah, bit and also like having to deal with you know their like a lot of people are insecure. Even I'm insecure. Like people that are good looking are insecure. You don't want to have to deal with them and end up lying to them in the future because, I mean, I'm gonna tell my friends like, hey, your hair does not look good right now, and they're like okay thank you for telling me and that's what like my friends kind of get like they are understanding of that but i'm not gonna sit there and be friends with someone who i find disgusting so if i put you in the friend zone you're still my friend like you're so cute like i may think like hey you know they're really cute and they have a great personality maybe i should give them a shot yeah this goes back to sales too like i'm so glad i worked in sales (sighs) because it made me realize like I was in so many uh, meetings, so many sales uh, meetings where it's like, sometimes no really just means not right now. Like genuinely, like Mm -hmm. not in like some, like I'm trying to avoid you. Like it just means like, yo, like not right now. Like maybe I just, I'm talking to this guy. I've been talking to this guy longer and I want to date him. And like, it's not putting you on ice either. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like guys get so like, oh, I'm being put on ice, bro. Not on, not under my watch, bro. Like, I'm about to get in there, bro. Like, watch 30 days. No, doesn't mean... It's like, this is why you don't talk to your homies about this type of shit. This is what I talk... Bro, I don't tell my homies about anything because I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want them to get in my head because I know, like, dudes, their egos. Like, I'm like, bro, why are you telling me this? Now, like, yeah. I'm going to check up on you, be like, hey, bro, like, how are you? Like, and then it adds, like, unnecessary pressure to something you're trying to establish with that girl. It's yep. just like... And then it it doesn't even feel like that. It is corny. Like, it's mad corny. And it it doesn't even feel like, you know, you're talking to this girl. It feels like you and your homies are talking to this girl. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a job. You know, you're just trying to, like, I'm trying to close this deal right right now. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, like, yeah, I get it. Like, I get the appeal of, like, the competitive, like, you know, some some of these niggas is insecure. Like, especially, like, frat dudes. I I know. I know for a fact they're, like hey bro like how are you and uh you know jessica like have you... oh i said then i listened like, to bro, him like it's like yeah like i've never been that type of person as like someone who deals with a lot of these dudes or a lot of these dudes are my homies i'm keeping everything to myself like, yeah well they kind of just... feel like it's a competition and showing off their trophies they're just like yeah. and I'm and the then, trophy nigga to any girl. That's how I look at it. As yeah. douchey as that sounds, like no, for like me, I'm should. not like, hey, bro, like look at you, look at this girl, look at this girl I'm talking to, bro. Look, like I'm like, bro, like I'm not gonna do that. Like, like who cares? Just, I'm keeping my girl stupid. to myself. 
and it's like, just like it's just really corny it, it is and that and i think that's just so funny and looking now that i'm older but i'm still in this greek community greek being like frat i hate that but um looking back and seeing the things that all these guys do and seeing how my friends it makes you like, hate him in i bet yeah like yeah. seeing how my friends are talking about these girls and like seeing their group chats like my friend jack he i mean i guess i could say this now because he's not part of his organization anymore he showed me what they were telling like what they're talking about like about me and i was just like that made me so uncomfortable seeing yeah. other people's fraternity group chats and seeing like oh this girl is so hot i'm gonna bang her you can have her next stuff like that it's just like why are we even talking about that would you like to see the girls group chat and talk about how <laughs> i'm not gonna finish what i'm gonna say but yeah, i mean like girls do it too guys do it but it's just like it, as you get older i think like they start to realize like okay like especially once you start to get in a relationship it's really like not it's really my general rule as a man is like hey like if you're willing to say this behind someone else's back then make sure you're able to say it in front of them that's my yes. general 100 rule so i'm not gonna and and on top of that i don't trust anyone so i assume anything i say will be out there and regardless that's what people need to do and i play defense no matter what so for me i'm just like I'm not about to say some crazy shit to like get a laugh or like validation or you know whatever in front of my homies and have me look stupid when they bring that shit up in front of her like, like mad dumb. i try to hide mad my phone dumb. and shit when i'm like texting like be hella paranoid because i said some shit i'm not proud of like once you get older you start to like realize like you start to reflect on why you're doing those things in a deeper way mm-hmm. and you start to realize like oh shit like i really just wanted to hook up with all these girls to prove to myself that I'm valuable, that someone is attracted to me, like this and that. And, and honestly, like it, it, it does come with time, you know, you're in a, you're, you're in, you're in like the thick of it, your age and it is fun, but it, it college is perfect. Cause it like speeds, you know, certain lessons you either learn or you just like it fucking catapults you into douchebagginess yeah. yep. or, yeah. or it makes you a douche. And then you're like, Oh, this is kind of like, not sustainable i'm kind of going down a dark path you know everyone has their hoe phase but you start to realize like okay like this is cool but you know i'm kind of there's more it's starting to get gross yeah yeah and it it got to the point with my friends um they all were sleeping with each other and all just passed around huh your dude friends no, like my dude friends and then like they had like this group of girls got that it, they all it. just were sharing swapping got it. yeah and I'm a like, lot of sorority are... like especially when they're uh what's it called when a sorority and frat are uh sing partners no that's in fucking well yeah so they have like, like there's so like these have... like for a year you're like part and like when they're social yeah and, so like so sing partners so what's it called we... so sing that's what we oh call so it. it is yeah i said yeah I said so... sing partners yeah, so they have, like, that, and then I know for sure they do, like, um, for date parties and stuff like that, they'll do, like, the girls, at least at my school, the girls' sororities will all be partners with each other, so, like, we have, like, our favorite sororities to work with and whatnot that are, like, the same size and have, like, the same kind of vibes as us, um, so we'll do, like, a lot of stuff with, like, um, I don't even know who, I don't even go to events, but... We'll do like a lot of stuff with the same sororities, but then you can bring any 
guys that you want from any like any guys in general like not even yeah. jeeds or anything or girls if you're into that you can bring jeeds um yeah you can bring jeeds wow. but um so but we have those basic like three or four frats that a lot of the girls hang out with yeah um and we do a lot of stuff with them and it's just like hmm okay they're kind of all the same and it feels like I want a little bit more variety. So that's why I'm kind of like stepping back from Greek life and all that stuff. But they're all very similar. The, Have yeah. you seen, you know who Drewski is? Mm-mm. He does a lot of like comedy, like videos of like making fun of, he's like this big black dude from Atlanta, but he does like, <laughs> oh, Kyle Rogers, Kyle Rogers, bro, his party was sick. Like he does like a lot of like impersonation. Why do I know Kyle Rogers? Isn't that interesting? <laughs> like every fucking frat has. Bro, Kyle Rogers, bro, that chick is totally checking me out, bro. She totally wants. That's it. funny. That's literally that's what it they is do. The funniest shit, and he like like mannerisms, like it's fucking funny. We yeah, I'm definitely gonna check him out. He's funny. But, uh. Text your stuff, but uh, I think this is good. I think we had a, a good combo. Um, I usually try to keep my podcast like an hour and we're we're a little over that i mean i'm not like married to it but oh, assuming we're, you're gonna are you gonna have me on your show um yeah cool? if you want to oh hell yeah that's that sounds super fun yeah definitely gonna have to set up a, another day to do it because it's oh yeah 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 no 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 yeah no, no, no. but you. um for yeah. sure that'll be so fun no that sounds super fun yeah i, I honestly want to keep a little bit for that because you know i try to keep it an hour but yeah um, you know i think this will be fun you'll be asking me questions i got yeah. i get to like you know, tell my stories about my fucking, you know, dropout and going Yeah, to, I'm excited you know, to hear about fucking, that actually. No I'm saying. Shit, like no one that, fucking but... no one fucking asked me questions. I always got a host. Like this will be fun. Like I bet you yeah. I bet this was fun for you. Like I'm sure yeah. I mean you talk in your like... podcast though. Let's keep it honest about your like, your own life. But yeah. It's good to have, you know, someone else, you know, ask questions. Asking the on. questions yeah. and like getting you to dive deeper into um, you know what you're telling because like yeah. for me you'll you'll kind of see um i usually keep it very surface level yeah i'm the um, complete opposite yeah it's like very surface level but then we'll like have like little deep points go here and there but you know i haven't really told everyone about my whole entire relationship with my ex-fiance and like the tinder guy and then getting in fights and stuff like that and that's like deep stuff to me because like yeah. it covers a lot more but i was yeah it was great i was really happy thank you yeah, for it's having fun. me of course no thank you for coming on i think that's what makes it super interesting it makes it super fun for you know the guests too it's like shit like you know someone wa- genuinely wants to hear this story that and it makes you like kind of relive it you know like i bet yeah. you felt like you were like kind of reliving it right? I was like, yeah. but uh yeah no thank you for coming on this is Noelle's Hangouts podcast, and I will be on your show next, right? What's yeah. your What's your show? What's your show again? Chatting shit with Ashley. Chatting shit with Ashley. Perfect. Thank Chatting you. shit with Ashley and Noelle. Yeah. You know it. what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for watching. If you're watching this, and I will catch you next time. Peace. This is Yoel's Hangouts podcast. Please comment, rate, and subscribe to the show. I truly appreciate the support.